0: fm 96.1 am 1170 the answer
1: welcome to the andrea kay show she's blonde five foot two and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress here she is andrea K.
2: And welcome to t- tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is Tuesday. You know, it almost feels like a Thursday. I mean, all day today. I kept thinking it was another day of the week because there's just so much news that's happening all day, every day, that it's it's like a week's worth of news every day. And I just am so thankful to you guys to share this time with me every night from 6 to 7 p.m. on FM 96.1 and AM 1170. I know you guys have a lot of options on where to spend your time and get your information and opinion, and truly I'm grateful that you guys spend this time with me. And um, if you're listening and watching on Facebook Live, keep the keep the comments rolling. You guys are the smartest people out there. Follow me on Twitter. And you know who's also smart? It's the man who chooses, who 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 decided to share this hour with me right here in the studio. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. He's
1: brunette, five foot eight, and two hundred and fifteen
3: pounds of cheese curds and khakis.
1: Here he
2: is,
3: <laughs> DJ Carrot Sticks. There may be a lot of choices, but this is the best choice.
2: Good answer. Yes, absolutely. The, yeah, I like to think we're the best choice. I mean, you know, if I don't think I'm the best choice, what am I doing here, right? Um, uh, before I, the, I don't even know where to start tonight. I, I think the only place that I can start, um, we've got amazing lineup of guests for you guys. Fan favorite Megan Barth is going to be here, a.k.a. Reagan Babe. Uh, Red, Red Wave America. She's also with Media Equalizer. She's going to be here to talk about the scourge that is CNN and that lawsuit. We're going to talk about that. we got to talk about the Florida uh, attempts to steal elections down in Florida. Lowell Ponte is going to be here. It's been a while since he's been on the show um, but I got to start by actually talking a, a little update on the fires. Here in San Diego County, we have uh, 25,000 plus without power because of red flag warnings. And one of the reasons why they've done... Oh, by the way, 888 344 if you'd like to, to call in the show and share anything that's on your mind. Uh, but we have super dry air right now. I think we're at 5% humidity. We have... Uh, I think different parts of San Diego County have had 70-mile-an-hour winds out by way of Alpine. The conditions are perfect for wildfires. This is the time of the year in which we have fires. And we have been having wildfires in Southern California that have wiped out entire neighborhoods long before Al Gore did his movie Inconvenient Truth. Typically, the situation is um, a little thing we call nature. And that if you don't, one of the things they recently outside my house, I, somebody from the fire department was there to see if we had enough of a perimeter around our home to keep, you know, fires from not only burning down our home but the neighbor's home as well. Um, we talked last night. Jen Kearns was on the show uh, talking about how the left li- had literally put policies in place that did not allow for the clearing of trees and uh, and and dead brush for a variety of reasons that just added to the situation, but. In addition to that, we have had multiple situations here in California in which the energy companies, the the, the fire that destroyed a lot of parts. I don't know if you remember this when DJ carrot sticks a Rancho Santa Fe, and a, and a lot of the neighborhoods around that SDG&E. Downed power lines were the cause of that fire. I don't know how much they ended up paying out. That's why SDG&E has put down twenty, put twenty-five thousand people without power tonight because they're scared they got a power line that's going to be brought down by the winds and 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 cause fires everywhere. And we find out now up in Paradise, emails were going back and forth between residents. I'm not sure if it was more than one. Uh, The utility workers knew that there were sparks. And they didn't shut their power down, and that is, at least at this point, a suspicion of what caused it. The largest fire, as of last year, the largest fire to date in Southern California, I can't remember the name of it, Uh, it burned up and around um, Simi Valley, I think it was called the Hill Fire which at, at, up until this uh, campfire in Woolsey was the most devastating fire we've had, was caused by the power companies. Not hearing the left talk about that today because they want, no, we've got Neil Young and others wanting to blame President Trump for something that is you've got a perfect condition. You've got weather combined with liberal policies that did not allow them to clear brush like they should have on top of the fact that we've got energy companies not being responsible with their power. It's got nothing to do with President Trump. People's lives have been destroyed, and they're blaming President Trump instead of dealing with the issues at hand. It's ridiculous. It's devastating. So you know, it remains to be seen what you know President Trump has issued uh, declarations of emergencies and stuff. I you know I'd always I always feel like the bad guy here when I have to say anytime we have some natural disaster like this, which isn't really a natural disaster if it's caused by power lines in combination with you know you know really that's that's not a natural disaster disaster that's a man-made disaster in my opinion but it still comes down to you know personal responsibility of taking care of your of your personal property because you know if you own a home you need to have insurance for it if it burns down and you know what it's no more tragic for, six, for multiple homes to burn at one time, as it is somebody's home that's going to burn by itself in a neighborhood because somebody left a candle on over Christmas. You know, losing your property is traumatic and it's devastating to everybody involved. I, I, it's always a reminder that, and I, this goes back to my lectures when they started post-Katrina, your personal property in your life is, is your responsibility. In these instances where we've got power companies that are irresponsible, I hope they pay and pay dearly. Let's put the blame where it deserves.
3: I may be wrong, but I believe that there, uh, there was a law that passed that allows them to, if they're um, you know, found you know, neglect or whatever on their part, they're allowed to pass whatever they're uh, asked to pay out. They're allowed to pass that on to the bill payers.
2: Oh, I wouldn't be at all surprised. I wouldn't be. I did not know that, but I wouldn't be at all surprised. Uh, which, uh, you know, I mean, we pay for everything else. Everything else gets passed along to the consumers. So, you know, that, that absolutely, you know, makes sense. Uh, got to move on, though. Uh, tonight's, uh, you know, as I was putting together the show and looking at different topics, I got to thinking, boy, there, there's what is Jim Acosta, who's, you know, acting like a victim and with CNN filing a lawsuit against the Trump administration and the, and the U.S. government, basically, including the Secret Service, dude, what is he and Ocasio-Cortez, who was complaining that she didn't have m- enough money for rent, and the Florida Democrats trying down there in Florida trying to steal elections, what do they all have in common? Because they actually have quite a bit in common. Well, first of all, they're all acting like they're victims. Because, you know, the real co- commonality that they have is, is socialism. They're socialists. We need to stop calling the Democrat Party liberals because they are not liberal. Liberalism is where liberty goes to die. And there's nobody's liberty. Nobody has liberty under a socialist system. But it starts with, you know, they all have, all three of these, these people and, and, and individuals all have such a gross, disgusting sense of entitlement, don't they? That's what socialists do. They think that their, des- they think their desires are rights, which they're not. That's at, at the heart of all, all of this. Uh, they don't feel like they have to earn it. They don't have to accept any consequences for their own actions. They feel that they're more important than fellow taxpayers. And that because they're more important and because they think that their desires are rights, that they feel like they've got a right to demand that the government give them what they want. And they don't care at what expense it is to any other taxpayers. Whether it's at the expense of their vote, their liberties, whether it's at the expense of their money. This is socialism. They don't care about anybody else, but getting their own needs fulfilled. They're like three-year-olds, four-year-olds. Who was it who said socialism or Marxism is the politics of greed and envy? They want a guaranteed outcome for themselves at the expense of everybody else. And ultimately, the expense of all of this will be our nation. Because, yeah, we've got... uh, uh, Somebody posted today. I think it was Tom DeBocaro posted, and, and then I heard a song. He posted about how the Democrats now have complete control of what's going to happen. The state is completely gone. They not only won the governorship, they not only took over more congressional seats, they actually expanded their majority in the state legislature. The state is gone. And then I heard this song by uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, "California, Rest in Peace." And I thought, yeah, the state's gone. And then I thought, well, okay, well, I'll just leave. But where do I go? Where do I go? They're, they're trying to steal Florida. They're trying to steal Texas. At one point, Colorado was a conservative Republican state. Through open borders, expanding the dependency class, taking over the education school system, they basically have churned out a whole nation of these Jim Acostas, these Ocasio-Cortezes who feel entitled. They don't care what, what they destroy. They want their desires to be considered rights, They wanted, and they don't care who they destroy in the process. And they are close to turning this entire country over into a whole bunch of them. When we take a break, we're, we're going to come back, and we're going to talk to Lowell Ponty, who's going to be here, to talk about the theft. He calls it grand theft government. I was ta- I, I referred to it as stealing last night. We've got stealing going on with the government in terms of elections, and then we've got thieves on their way. We're going to give an update on what's happened at the border here in San Diego. As the thieves who were coming here, they're the, no wonder they're the perfect Democrat voting block, because that's, that's, you know who else has something in common with Jim Acosta, Ocasio-Cortez, and the Florida Dems? The illegals coming here. They also feel a sense of entitlement, that they don't have to earn it. They don't have to do it legally. They don't have to do it legitimately. They've got the right to come here, force their way in, and steal from the American taxpayers, and they don't care who and what they destroy in the process as well. Stay tuned. More Andrea K. Show coming up.
4: Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay, spelled
2: K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan.
0: FM, ninety six point one North County, AM 1170, San Diego, The Answer.
2: Would you give up precious family memories this Thanksgiving with your kids and go to Afghanistan or the Sudan to serve our nation? Thousands of American women and men won't be home. They have proudly answered our nation's call. Many have been on seven, eight, even ten tours of duty. And sadly, as we all get very busy heading into our holidays, these brave men and women are all but forgotten. Most people making plans to enjoy their upcoming Thanksgiving won't even think of the freedoms we all enjoy every day that others fought and died for, which allow us to sleep safely in our own homes every night. Won't you stand with our soldiers today by calling now 8557 TROOPS or give online at TheAnswerSanDiego.com to send care packages full of premium cookies and coffee and Gatorade. Most of all, you'll be sending a reminder that they are remembered and so appreciated. Please go to your phone now. Your tax-deductible gift of $1,000... Will send 40 care packs, 500 cents 20, and $250 cents 10. Call now 8557 Troops or give online at theanswersandiego.com.
6: Attorney Paul Hanks at the Santee Legal Center is ready to serve your estate planning needs with a powerful and ironclad living trust package. A comprehensive living trust avoids probate, protects your beneficiaries, and saves time and money. The process to obtain a living trust package should be simple and affordable do not be misled into thinking a high price means a better living trust attorney Paul Hanks at the Santee Legal Center will perform a free personalized evaluation of your estate and match you with the correct living trust package at a great price backed by a low price guarantee you've worked hard to acquire a home and build wealth over the years and now is your time to protect and preserve your estate the last thing you want your heirs to deal with is a costly and prolonged probate proceeding after you've passed away. A living trust is the optimum estate planning tool and will bring you peace of mind. Go to Center.com for more information or email radio at Do it today and rest easy tomorrow. That's SanteeLegalCenter.com.
2: Message and data rates may apply.
1: Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you, for free, how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-11 to 85850. FM 96.1. AM 1170.
0: The Answer.
4: Andrea K. Bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Before the break, we were talking about uh, the what, what does Jim Acosta, Jim Acosta, Acacia, Cortez, and the Florida Dems all have in common. I was talking about socialism, the sense of entitlement that they have to just take whatever they want. They don't have to earn it. The government's supposed to guarantee them the outcome that matches their desires. Uh, This is uh, this is where we are in this country. The Democrats literally do not. All they care about is power. They don't care about anything else. They don't care about what this country was founded on. They care about amassing more and more power at the expense of everybody else. And they're doing it in a variety of different ways. Last night, I listed off a bunch of different ways outside of just the election fraud in which uh, they're trying to steal this country out from under us a little bit later. I've got some updates of what's happening at the border. Um, but we got to uh, continue to keep, you know, how for how long has the left been telling us there was no such thing as systemic voter fraud or voter fraud at all in this country? Me, now they're down in Florida defending it. Here to discuss this and what he calls uh, grand theft government is Lowell Ponty. Hey, Lowell, welcome back to the Andrew K. Show.
7: Andrea, always a pleasure to be with you. Yeah, you, Hugh Hewitt, who I think is a friend of both of ours, once wrote a book called If It's Not Close, They Can't Cheat, Crushing the Democrats in Every Election and Why Your Life Depends on It. But he was talking about elections like Norm Coleman being cheated out of 1,000 votes so Al Franken could be elected in 2008. We have now seen the Democrats take the lid off. They are now stealing votes by the tens of thousands. In places like Florida, I mean, there is no limit on the theft anymore. Whatever lets them win, that's what they're willing to do. And as you so wisely said before the break, why do we even let the Democratic Party, and I did a column on this, by the way, why do we even let the Democratic Party call itself democratic? Yeah one it is against democracy in every imaginable way.
2: Well, they've done a really good job of uh, wordsmithing the situation. Uh, they're not progressive. They're trying to take us back to the same field, Marxist, communist, whatever ism, You want to use a system that's failed everywhere it's been implemented. They're not liberals. There's no liberty under their system that they're imposing. There's nothing democratic about it. Uh, They they want you know they're down there in Florida saying count every vote. Um, You know they're uh, i.e. count illegal votes while they've been telling us that there's no such thing as fraud. Um, One of the things that they've done that's that's Uh, involving wordsmithing and playing upon the emotions and the PC beating us with the PC stick is they've set up uh, uh, we've got to make it as easy po- as easy as possible for people to vote, particularly minorities to vote. So we've got to have mail-in ballots and early voting and provisional ballots and they and and motor voter uh, and all these different methods, which are just a, a way to provide more opportunities for fraud. And then at, at, after they've done all that, then they can also. It's like a two-prong approach. Then by um, amassing all these uh, additional votes that aren't legitimate, then they can also try to use the argument that they're winning the popular vote for Senate. So we really didn't deserve to have all these extra Senate seats. They're winning the popular vote for the House of Representatives, as well as the presidential election. They want to undermine the constitutional election system that we have. And it's incredibly dangerous. The Republican Party has sat back and let the Democrats run roughshod over us. Governor Scott still has not removed that woman from Florida.
7: I know, it's amazing. And here's someone who allows illegal ballots in. These are provisional ballots. Then she deliberately approved them, which she did not have, have the power to do. That is denied her, but she did it anyway. Then she deliberately commingled those illegal votes with legal ones. So Don, as Donald Trump now says, we will never know what the real legal total was for the election. I think either we should acknowledge that the republicans won it on election night or we should demand a whole new vote but we certainly cannot let democrats take power from an election that has been this corrupted.
2: Right. It's not about a recount anymore. Uh, Russia's been saying there's never been a recount that's overturned this wide of a margin. Well, they've already narrowed the margin by, you know, 30,000 votes, and it's because of these, these illegal means, these provisional ballots. There was a volunteer who was fired down in Florida um, because she reported watching them through a window uh, she reported that she could see blank ballots on one in one stack and filled ones on the on the right, and they basically were, you know, filling out ballots. This is, you know, this is why it explains why they wouldn't say how many ballots were left that had been uncounted because they were sitting there filling in blank ballots.
7: But let's emphasize: the law required them to say exactly how many ballots had been cast within thirty minutes of the end of election day and they did not do it precisely so they could invent as many ballots as they wished
2: yeah and it's yeah and um what they should do at this point is declare that the the ballots that were commingled need to be thrown out because we cannot allow even one illegal vote to be included provisional ballots you know this is uh, let me also remind everybody like i talked about on last last night show these are the same people including the same attorney that's down there right now in florida in the year 2000 that was arguing to keep military ballots from being voted in according to whether or not the postmark was exactly what they wanted it to be Um, but there's also reports coming out i don't know if you've seen the latest lull out of out of um, Georgia because you know that that is back now supposedly in play Fulton County numbers show uh, this is an article I can't see where it was from at this point Uh, big league politics massive duplicate ballots rejected ballots non-citizens trying to vote and that's another issue um, that we've had uh, in in these elections as well is um, the point of the provisional ballot is supposed to be somebody goes to the polls and they are aren't sure if their mail in ballot got there or not and so or they're not sure if they're registered or whatever and so then they're given an opportunity to you know uh, they're given a provision to vote but then they've got it's got to be checked to make sure that they're not a, a duplicate vote but the left is counting the duplicates
7: yeah exactly by the way here's something from uh, Georgia that hasn't been too widely reported as far as i know your show is hearing it for the first time, this was all ordered by a federal judge, an Obama appointee named U.S. District Judge Amy Totenberg. Does that name ring a bell like Pavlov's dogs? There is a major reporter, an ultra-left-wing law reporter at National Public Radio called Nina Totenberg. Nina Totenberg, who donated $1,750 to Obama's 2008 presidential campaign, Obama turns around and appoints her sister. As a federal judge. Here's the, oh, wow. And, she, and she's the one who has just opened the door to let uh, them continue, Stacey Abrams continue with all this corruption in Georgia. By the way, a lot of this is dealt with in Craig Smith's and my and Pat Boone's book, Money, Morality, and the Machine. The good news is with the holidays coming, you can get absolutely free and postpaid an, an e-copy of this book just by calling 800 630 1492, like the year Columbus sailed the ocean blue. That's 800 630
2: 1492. Getting back to Florida, and thank you for that, by the way. Getting back to Florida, here's some interesting numbers that I got from Charlie Kirk, saw him today. In Florida, um, as of, received as of Election Day, 7,000 people. Um, uh voted uh, that were born between 1900 and 1916. 516 people voted uh, who were born between 1900 and 1908 80 people voted between who were born between the years of 1900 and 1903 and 16 people voted who were born between the years of 1886 and 1899.
7: Well, Florida is the home of the Fountain of Youth. That's what Ponce De Leon, where Ponce De Leon was. Yeah.
2: For so, yeah, we, we're Republicans, we need to one of the one of the things that I talked about uh, going into the elections is that so many times we focus as voters on the congressional races and the governorships, and you know, and um, but we don't really focus on down ballot races like secretaries of state. And these are some of the most important positions. I can't believe that Mark Moiser lost here in California when he went around and educated everybody as to the – of course, the left wants voter fraud. Um, but and, 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 and,
7: and by the way, this is why my column at WorldNet Daily this week, How Today's Democrats Are Seizing Power, talks about how George Soros has a major crusade on – to elect district attorneys and state attorneys because these are the people who wind up controlling recount procedures – Yes. I'm... And if you all remember the way they stole the election in uh, Minnesota and this, uh, this fellow they just sent to Florida was also involved in that. Mm-hmm. If we look back, uh, they found that by, by handing down a rule after they'd found ballot boxes in the in the trunks of Democrat poll workers' cars. But then they said, we're going to recount the ballots. And if there's an X, over Al Franken's name, that means that people wanted to vote for Al Franken. Mm-hmm. But if there's an X over Norm Coleman, the Republican's name, that means people were rejecting and voting against Norm Coleman. No, yeah,
2: mind was, reading. That was, that was, that was I remember mind reading. Yeah, mind reading uh, was going on in Florida during the recount. Uh, also out in Arizona, it's really perplexing. In some, you know, Jeff Flake, by the way, was celebrating the fact that this woman, who supposedly won, who allegedly won Arizona, uh he, who had said that she didn't have a problem with Americans going and joining the Taliban fighting against uh, Americans. Uh, Jeff Flake celebrated her. But it's kind of curious because Bill Mitchell tweeted out today that the GOP governor won by 320,000 votes in Arizona. Yet the Democrat senator won by 32,000 votes. He goes on to say that in Maricopa County. The GOP governor won, same county where, where she was, won by three hundred and twenty five thousand votes, but cinema won by thirty two thousand, a three hundred and fifty thousand swing? That doesn't make sense. And we remember in Arizona, what, the day after the election, suddenly they found 500,000 ballots. We, If the Republican Party had any sense and backbone, if they wanted to save this country, they would say, enough of this mail-in stuff, enough of this absentee. The only people who get to do a mail-in or absentee is the U.S. military. Everybody else, you need to go in personally into the polls. If it matters that much to you, you will not go take a vacation to Hawaii. You will be here on election day, and you will take yourself into the polls.
7: Not only that, but you will have a photo ID and as George Will once proposed, you will not even have a secret ballot. Everyone will vote openly and publicly identifying Joe Smith votes Republican. Yes. This and this. And and therefore if you find out two days later that Joe Smith was an illegal alien voting improperly, you could reach into the process and pull his vote out. Yes you you aren't stuck with it but what the democrats have done is they've taken these provisional ballots they've illegally authorized them and then they've commingled them mm-hmm. with real votes of course once they do that you can't unscramble the egg but if we did not have secret ballots, you could unscramble the egg.
2: Well, there's absolutely no excuse for the fact that, that Governor Scott, who's now being heralded as some kind of champion of the people for, for filing lawsuits against this woman, who is still the sitting governor in Florida, should have her removed. Andrew McCarthy wrote an article today in National Review about how, why she should be fired. Now she's coming out and saying, you know, well, she's talking about stepping down. Uh, uh, what, what she's going to wait until after, when? Till after she's stolen the election from from the voters in this country? He, she is
7: going to wait two years she is simply not going to seek re-election in other words she wants to control the election for president in 2020.
2: yeah by the way
7: by the way, another judge who happened to be a bush appointee uh, handed down a ruling that the florida governor's suit would be set aside there would not be state police monitoring the voting machines, for vote counting and so on anymore but he would allow three of the sheriff's deputies to go in and monitor that, you know who the sheriff is, Mister Israel.
8: Oh yeah, the Sheriff Gungrab,
7: Democrat who was involved in the the shooting controversy. Oh yeah, attacking everyone who owned a gun in Florida. Oh
2: yeah, Sheriff Gungrab, the same guy who, went, who made sure that people went into registered felons in prison, like the Parkland shooter, to vote. Lowell Ponte, it's disturbing. Thank you for um, coming here tonight, and let's keep and, and keeping this out there in the forefront. Appreciate it.
7: Hey, thank you for having the courage to be a beacon of truth to people,
2: Andrea. Thanks, Lowell. All right, now stay tuned. Speaking of beacons of truth, my gal Megan Barth is going to be here the other side of the break. We're going to be talking about CNN, and there's a little lawsuit, Jim the Acoster. And if you want to call in, get anything off your mind, 888-344-1170. A little bit later in the show, we're going to be talking immigration. And, yeah, she's back. We're talking Monica Lewinsky. Hey guys, Andrea Kay here. And if you're anything like me, you have a lot to be thankful for this Thanksgiving. For me, quality time with friends and family rank right up there at the top. And while Charlie's out looking for this year's prize turkey, the boys have some new markdowns on some of your favorite cigars and pipe tobacco. Need accessories? Liberty Tobacco has got you covered there too. And if you're thankful to have a good friend to hang out with, why don't you treat them to their favorite stick next time you're watching the game at Liberty Tobacco? (laughs) Or bring a box with you next time your group is getting together. Need suggestions? The whole team at Liberty Tobacco can help you make the right choice. And remember, Liberty Tobacco has been around since 1975 and has two convenient locations. They're at 7341 Claremont Mesa Boulevard next to Ethan Allen Furniture and in the Flower Hill Mall right off the 5 at Via de la Valle in Del Mar. Stop by and pick up a couple of sticks for this weekend or visit them online at
10: libertytobacco.com. no mortgage payments. Sometimes you can even qualify with just your social security income. To learn more, visit our website at aramco.biz, where you can ask questions, request more information, or sign up for our next workshop. Call Aramco at 866-600-1130. That's 866-600-1130, or visit aramco.biz. Aramco, purchase, refinance, reverse. GRE
4: 01853626, MLS 27716, not all borrowers qualify.
9: Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com or call 619-742-8376 to talk with me today.
0: FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer.
4: News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrew K. Show. Almost I almost wasn't listening paying attention to coming back because I was chatting with everybody on uh, Facebook Live. In fact, I was chatting with some people about the Gulf of Mexico, or the guff as some, some of the people in uh, my family call it. I spent a lot of my time around the Gulf of Mexico from by way of Bay St. Louis and Waveland and Biloxi all the way in through the panhandle of Florida. I love it so much down there. It's just devastating to see what Hurricane Michael did. Now, I had my, I've had my eyeball, and maybe going back to the Redneck Riviera, but like I said at the top of the show, you know, if the left has their way, there's not going to be any part of this country left that they haven't destroyed. They're trying to turn this whole country into California, and it is a mess out here. We don't want that to happen. But speaking of a mess, um, there's a mess going on in uh, the uh, the press room, I guess we should call it, uh, in, in the White House, because uh, the, we've got all these. These uh, supposed journalists that really aren't journalists, and they don't know how to behave. And uh, so here to discuss this issue with me and CNN's lawsuit is Megan Barth. She's been on many times, and she's a fan favorite with you guys. She's Reagan babe. She's also part of Media Equalizer and Red Wave America. Hey, Megan, welcome back to the show.
8: Hey, Andrea. Thanks so much. Always good to be with you. Yeah,
2: you too. Okay, um, Okay, so when this whole skirmish went down with Jim Acosta... Manhandling, and some people say that our conservatives are trying to correct me and say, oh, he didn't really manhandle this girl. I think he did. He behaved a fool. Now he's filed a lawsuit because he doesn't want to accept the consequences of his actions, correct?
8: Uh, Well, are these the same never-Trump conservatives, and I use air quotes with that, that claimed Michelle Fields was thrown to the ground by Corey Lewandowski?
2: Yeah, I think it might be that same NRO, uh, National Review Online people. Yeah, yeah, I'll never forget when uh,
8: Michelle Fields came out and said she was thrown to the ground and Mm -hmm. assaulted by Corey Lewandowski. And she went on Megyn Kelly and said this experience was with nearly parallel with the death of her father, believe it or not. And then we had uh, Dana Lash and Katie Pavlik and uh, Mm -hmm. Alicia Krause and the other never Trumpers at the time uh, come out and, and stand in solidarity with her. And I think 13 of them wrote a letter uh, via yeah. the National Review uh, vehicle mm-hmm. uh, in order to denounce and ask for the firing of Car- of Corey Lewandowski before any Fourth Amendment process or before any, they presumed him guilty before proven innocent. Does that sound familiar?
2: Yeah, it does. You know, I had forgotten about some of that. I forgot that they wrote that letter. Yeah, those are yeah. the same people that saying, look, Trump, They uh, 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 actually Ben Shapiro blasted Sarah Sanders saying that yes. she went too far by saying that uh, Jim Acosta had put his hands on a woman. It wasn't to be tolerated. Are you kidding me? We all saw that. You know, he wrestled oh. with the girl and, and used his arm to push her away. I mean, you, you shouldn't be allowed to do that to some young yeah. girls just doing her job. And the reason why she was over there was because he was not following protocol. He was acting like he was in a presidential debate and he was Mitt Romney trying to debate the president of the United States, who took three questions and then told him enough.
8: Right. And that was the same Ben Shapiro that quit Breitbart over the Michelle Fields scandal, uh, mm-hmm. that came and went as soon as the video came out and shown that no, she wasn't thrown to the ground. Uh, it was just basically not even a finger that brushed, uh, her shoulder. Uh, it looked like to me more of a karate chop, yes. uh, that Jim Acosta had given the White House aide to get her away from his microphone. So however we want to designate, uh, this touching, uh, uh, or, thwarting by Jim Acosta, uh, is secondary to the fact that Jim Acosta is not a journalist, okay? Right. He's not a reporter. He is a pundit. He is a left-wing hack like most in, quote-unquote, journalism is today. I have said for a very long time, and it's one of the reasons why I started my own personal blog, com, is that I was not seeing truth in the headlines. I was seeing repurposed Democrat talking points sensationalized to lead the reader to believe a certain perspective, which Mm -hmm. was the left's mindset. And so here we have Jim Acosta berating the president, uh, basically saying, well, this is not an invasion. It's not an invasion. They're 700 miles away. Like he has any intel more than the president would have on who uh, this caravan is comprised of or what this caravan is comprised of. And so again, they're whitewashing the truth, much like every Democrat does, in order to push a narrative, in order to create a preconceived notion about what is about to infiltrate illegally our southern border.
2: Well, yeah, and in fact, when Tucker Carlson's house was surrounded, his wife was had to lock herself in a pantry out of fear, and they're bound, pounding like human battering rams against the door. I thought that was the perfect metaphor for the 4,000 people that are down at the southern border, because isn't that what they're metaphorically trying to do? They have declared, they are a mob, they are on their way, they have a sense of entitlement, they're, it's, it's about bullying to get their way and to get what they want, and they don't care who they hurt in the process, and it's a, and it's a illegal. They have no business to be coming here. And, you know, and, and this is the ultimate bullying in terms of what CNN is trying to do here because one of the patterns of behavior of them is with a mob is to use the mob of the courts to get their way over people. It is There is absolutely nothing in the U.S. Constitution that says that anybody... It has. First of all, you're right. He's if if even if the Constitution did provide did define a free pet press, meaning that everybody who called themselves a journalist had the right to be in the White House. He's not even a journalist. Um, but second of all, there's nothing in the Constitution. Press conferences are not even constitutional. He still can, got a job. He can go do whatever he wants to do. He's not being silenced. No, what this is is he's he's angry that he's gotten denied something that he wants, and he's being a petulant liberal child and trying to use the courts to gain something that he does has not earned. But if in you know we know that he doesn't earn uh, uh, deserve it from the Constitution, or everybody out there who called themselves a reporter would be granted access.
8: Right, and he hasn't been denied access to the White House. Let's make this crystal clear. He's been denied a hard pass, which gives him carte blanche. Uh, he has to apply now for a daily pass to get into the White House. Uh, that's really the only thing that has come down on Jim Acosta. So he hasn't been banned from the White House. He hasn't had his uh, access res- completely restricted. Uh, he has just had his hard pass. Uh, restricted. Mm-hmm. So this whole narrative that somehow uh, the president is an em- enemy of the press simply because he made it more difficult for Jim Acosta to get into the White House is again just another narrative, a Democrat talking point narrative pushed by uh, the dumpster fire, otherwise known as CNN. Uh, and it's interesting to me. Especially, I don't know if you listened to Mark Levin last night, but it was one of his greatest episodes where he went after SC Cup. Uh, that Ugh. hack, who actually was a rising star at one time. Yeah, she was. Uh, I used now to respect her. she's nothing her. more than just a talking head of the left. She's Meghan um, McCain
2: I, with glasses. I never,
8: I never heard anybody in the mainstream media, and still to this day, uh, talk about uh, Cheryl Atkinson. Uh, she has an ongoing court trial, which is now, I believe, in the Supreme Court. It perhaps is in the D.C. District Court. I have to double check. Uh, her computer was tapped, her phones were tapped. Uh, she was fired from CBS for reporting on Benghazi, mm-hmm. and after she started to uncover the truth of Benghazi, uh, all of a sudden she started to notice that her computer took on its own life form. The mm-hmm. cursor started to move around, etc. Uh, there were some w- weird noises on her phone, and lo and behold, the Obama administration um, tapped her computer and phone. The Obama administration actually also uh, tapped the phones of James Rosen, who at the time worked for Fox, and James Rosen's family. They tapped uh, Mm -hmm. their phones as well. I don't remember the mainstream media calling Obama uh, an enemy of the free press, even though he used the power of the federal government through uh, clandestine um, uh, ways uh, to spy On members of the media, is Donald Trump spying clandestinely on the members of the media? Is he using the bureaucracies that are under his control to to uh, threaten? Uh, And and, uh, spy on journalists? No. And so this hysteria is a manufactured hysteria, again, in order to create the perception that Donald Trump is an enemy of the people instead Mm -hmm. of the lying hack press who has truly uh, not done their job because they aren't just reporting the truth and then letting the American people decide their opinion. They're giving an opinion and burying the truth.
2: Yeah, what is the what do you think legally the ultimate end game here is? Because I was really I was saddened to hear that Ted Olson was behind this, and he I, for many people who don't know who he was. He actually represented Bush in Bush v. Gore. His wife was Barbara Olson, who died on eleven I used to have he was a uh, um, uh, White House Counsel at one point, and he actually filed this lawsuit, which really does not have any merits. It's really disappointing professionally to see him do this. What could possibly be the ultimate end game legally? For CNN. Any ideas? You know, I really don't. I can't
8: speculate. But all I know is that he has not had his press credentials entirely revoked. He simply has to go through a different process by where he doesn't have carte blanche to uh, the office. Uh, And so I don't really see any merit there. But, you know, a lawyer is a lawyer is a lawyer. And so Ted Olson uh, is like any other lawyer that I've met that will take a case uh, beyond what is political partisanship. Simply for what uh, the notoriety, right? Yeah, it the could same.
2: be. It's just the, the I'm going to have to ponder this because you know they, you know the the left is is far more strategic and is always playing a long game far more than the Republicans. And there's got yes. to be some bigger picture than just having his credentials uh, reinstated uh, full, you know, hard press. Re- Re, hard pass, reinstated, as well as making Trump look bad. Um,
8: so so it's the to... politics of personal destruction. I mean, this is the M.O. of the left. Yeah. Uh, they will use the headlines in order to destroy an innocent human being, much like they did with Kavanaugh. They yeah. ran with stories and allegations uh, before even vetting uh, half of, of Kavanaugh's accusers. Mm-hmm. And then later we find out, after the lie has traveled around the world before you know the truth has had a chance to put on its shoes, You know that that everyone believes that Kavanaugh is a gang rapist. Well, now everyone's going to believe—not everyone, but I use that phrase uh, loosely—but you know, many Americans are going to believe that Donald Trump completely revoked the press pass of Jim Acosta uh, Mm -hmm. under, you know, uh, suspicious means. Uh, But this is how deluded uh, many Americans have gotten because of the um, the one-sided, biased uh, press. Yeah. Uh, the propaganda arm of the Democrat Party, their job now, the press's job now, is basically just to push propaganda in order to dumb down the American people into believing that the truth is lie and the lie is truth.
2: Well, they've made a lot of success so far. Megan Barr, thank you so much for being here. ReaganBabe.com. Appreciate it. Anytime. All right. Stay tuned. we got more Andre and Keisha coming up. Don't go anywhere. On a typical autumn day in Afghanistan, it can be as cold as 30 degrees. As autumn turns to winter, it can reach as low as 15 degrees. It's rainy, windy, and miserable. Add to that, a soldier carries 60 pounds of gear, and each step has its dangers. But the men and women who serve our nation answer that call. They fight back those who want to harm us. They are our true American heroes. But sadly, many are all but forgotten. They are no longer receiving care packs and reminders of a home, because many people believe our troops have already all come home. We need your help. Your commitment. We need you to stand with our troops and make a generous contribution to send care packs for Thanksgiving. Please join Move America Forward to send care packs full of premium coffee, jerky, cookies, personal care items, and more. Call 8557 Troops or give online at theanswersandiego.com. It means so much to a soldier when they receive your care pack. Your gift of $500 sends 20 care packs. $250 sends 10, $100 sends 4. Call 8557 Troops. That's 855 787 667 This
4: is Michael Medved for townhall.com. Jim Acosta, the aggressively arrogant reporter for CNN, posed a recent question illustrating the biggest problem with the press. The day after midterm elections, Acosta grilled the president by saying, I want to challenge you on one of the statements that you made that this caravan was an invasion. As you know, Mr. President, the caravan was not an invasion. Now, if Acosta had quoted Nancy Pelosi or Chuck Schumer and then asked the president's response, it would have been fair and appropriate. But it's not a reporter's job to challenge an official in his own name and in his own voice. Why not explore disagreements among politicians without taking sides yourself? The undisguised anti Trump contempt by leading journalists supports the idea that the nation's biggest battle isn't Democrats versus Republicans, it's the media versus Trump. An impression that hurts the press, the president, and the country. I'm Michael Medved.
0: The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Learn more
4: at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Sun Garden Terrace, license number 374 Jim was looking for a place for his mom, Frances, in the El Cajon-La
2: Mesa-Spring Valley area.
9: When I walked into Sun Garden Terrace, I sensed a real homey feel that i liked that was uh, just right up her alley i thought I, the vibrations were so good since
2: jim found sun garden terrace he gets to visit just about every day
9: and the price was certainly very reasonable and competitive compared to all of the other facilities that i had checked out
2: sun garden terrace customizes individual care and activities based on the unique aspects and abilities of your loved one you're invited to take a tour see the renovation of their welcoming memory care wing and join them for lunch visit SunGardenTerrace.com or call 619-464-CARE sun garden terrace because there's such a lot of living to do 619-464-CARE fm 96.1 am
0: 1170 the answer
4: Andrea K, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut too. It's the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome to, start. Welcome to tonight's Andrea. Kay. <laughs> I'm in the final segment here, and I'm welcoming people to it. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I'm all discombobulated because it's like I'm chatting so much with everybody on Facebook Live during the break. Uh, so we are in a border town. Uh, uh, got to update you guys on the caravan here. We told you last night, I think it was, that 76 of the 4,000 or so had to give a, be given a special bus pass because they think they're special and think they've got special rights to be here because they are the LBGTQ contingent of the caravan. Um, now reports are that the uh, the remaining... Of the caravan. They initially were on track for Texas. I guess now DJ Cared Sticks, uh, they've decided to take the Pacific Coast route. Uh, this is from, I think, uh, this is from uh, Channel 10 News here in San Diego, KGTV. They're now taking the Pacific Coast route on their way to TJ. And so because they're on their way to T te- there was a lot of speculation on where, where the route was gonna take. And of course, they gotta come to San Diego where they know they're facing the homeboys here in in California, who's gonna we got an entire sanctuary state for them here. We got Gavin Newsom as governor, ready to give them everything. Of course you're gonna head your way here. So we now have, so because of that, we've got the Border Patrol that has been here. They have shut down U.S. Customs and Border Patrol as uh, closed down three of the northbound lanes in San Ysidro and one in Otay Mesa. The, uh, what they are doing is they are uh, pre-positioning jersey barriers, installing concertina wire, barricades, and fencing as requested under Operation Secure Line. They actually had to put some razor wire above the fence tonight at uh, Friendship Park down in uh, Imperial Beach because they were hiking the fence uh, down there. So you know there was a
3: there was live footage from down there on the border and people are all lined up on both sides of the border and people are like with their cell phones like if it's some big event. like it's a party and I wonder how many people are you know going to try to slip in once they're everyone's confused with the caravan how many people down in Tijuana are going to take advantage of this situation
2: whatever happened to those Minutemen weren't there wasn't there a group of, of citizens that were going down to the borders and protecting the borders
3: I believe I read an article saying that they were going to go down there and help them out
2: yeah you know what it, why not why this is our country as American citizens we have every right We're the taxpayers here. There is no such thing. See, this is, again, going back to why Bob Walters and I do our education uh, segments all the time. Because how many Americans understand there's no such thing as government money? It doesn't matter that the check says U.S. Treasury. It is taxpayers' money. We are funding. This country here, how dare these people try to break into our home and steal from us? It's exactly what's going on. And if I have the right to be in my house and stand there with my shotgun, as I have done on recent, uh, recent Thanksgiving, I told you about that, we should be able to do that with our own country because it's the same thing. This is our house. We're paying for the food. We're paying for the furniture. We're paying for the electric bills. They ain't got any right to be coming here. Acting like it's a party down there at the board at Friendship Park. Who even got, see, that's the game that the left plays. Oh, it's Friendship Park. No, you ain't my friend if you're trying to break the law and come to try to steal from me and take what's mine. You're not a friend. You're like Jim Acosta, Acacia Cortez and, and the Florida Dems that feel entitled to steal. Speaking of Acacia Cortez, she's kind of backed off her complaints. Uh, about uh, how she didn't have any money to pay for rent. Oh, poor her. Put a GoFundMe page out there. S- typical socialist, elitist sense of entitlement to help her pay for rent. Well, then she had to provide some uh, financial disclosure forms to Congress. Sister's got like somewhere around $15,000 in the bank. More than enough to pay for her rent.
3: She's a socialist. She doesn't want to use her money. No, she wants of course other
2: people's not. Money. Yeah. You Democrats. Y'all don't, what do you do when you GoFundMe? You don't understand the game? Sister's got more money in the bank than you have, uh, you know, all year in the bank. And she's going to be eating at the congressional cafeteria. And there's one term she will be set for life financially. One term. And I guarantee you she'll be like Bernie Sanders and be like all the rest of them that never worked in the private sector. She comes from being a bartender. She's going to be worth 20 mil before too long. And she's going to have three mansions. And she'll have a pension paid for by you little peasants for the rest of her life. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. There was one story I forgot to mention, uh, and it was Monica Lewinsky. I guess she's got a series, a TV series coming out. Um it's on A&E The Clinton Affair, a six-part series. I guess um, in the opening in, in the opening uh episode she discusses the infamous night in which the blue dress got tainted and she's talking about how she, I went to dinner that night. None of those people said to me, "Hey, you got to go to the bathroom. You got some stuff on your dress." She thought it was spinach dip. <laughs> <laughs> So you thought you knew you were wearing a dirty dress and, girl, you thought it was spinach dip. Come on now. She's one of the women you see on the TV show she didn't know she was pregnant. I'll be right back here tomorrow night.